0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO City of Literature.
1: Yes, every couple of weeks we get to explore um, the city's literary heritage and get to talk also with creatives in our city. And I love talking with uh, with writers. Today we're very lucky to have with us Dunedin writer Paddy Richardson. a writer of short stories and longer form fiction regular finalist in the Naio Marsh Award, just uh, published a new book by the Green of Spring, and Paddy Richardson joins us on the line now, morena, Paddy, great to have you with us.
0: Oh, kia ora, Jeff, and lovely to be here on this beautiful morning and to meet him by the oh, yeah, by the
1: green of Spring indeed isn't it?
0: <laughs> yes, uh, it is definitely uh, yeah. let,
1: let's talk about um th- this uh, this latest novel. Uh, Patty, um, give us a bit of background to the story here.
0: This this book follows my previous novel, which was Through the Lonesome Dark, um, which started really with um, three children who, who grow up um, in Blackpool on the West Coast, and the First World War comes along and intrudes on all of their lives. Um, I um, I loved writing that book, but I only really followed two of the characters, um, Pansy Williams and Clem Bright. So um, I was thinking about writing something, and I, my heart was still in Blackpool with these this char- these characters. So I decided to find out what happened to Otto. Um, Otto is one of the children, and he he's now a young man, and he's of German descent. And so he's um, and during the war, First World War, many um, men, young men, German of German heritage, were incarcerated on Soames Island in in the Wellington Harbour. So I I followed that story um, in this case and. Um, I found out a lot of things that I was very surprised and shocked by, um, by in terms of how these men were treated, and how german you know people from Germany who had who were living in New Zealand at the time were treated as well. There was a, a very strong anti german feeling
1: patty, it's so wonderful to hear the birds chirping while in the background there I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um it's really interesting to hear you talk about um, about being left with that kind of residual feeling after immersing yourself in the writing of a novel and being curious about uh, what happens to to characters in it It's almost as if from that perspective you uh, you become a reader yourself at some point and, and, and
0: yes well what do you do it's it's quite uncanny how um, characters can stay with you, and it's almost like, like you know, they they are prompting you. <laughs> it's, it sounds very strangely spiritual, but but it is odd how they prompt you to to kind of carry on with them. Um, I after this after through the lonesome dark, I I tried writing something different, but these characters were in my head, and um, gosh, over the two years that I wrote that book, I got I became really fond of them and I wanted to carry on and find out what happened to them really so through the green by the green of the spring was something that I really wanted to write and um those characters I think they're still with me so maybe it's going to be a trilogy I just don't know (laughs) at the moment
1: (laughs) I mean, a work of fiction, but as you've indicated, um, you know, even works of fiction are not really that, are they? They are stories, (laughs) stories within reality, and so you've had to go and, and no doubt, do some considerable research around this.
0: Yes, um, it's probably. I I would say, I would call it, in in terms of genre, it's a historical novel, and um, I was really lucky. during when I was writing it, I, I was awarded the Randall Cottage um, writer's residency, which gave me six months in, in Wellington. So I was able to go over to Thomes Island. Um, I stayed there for a few nights. Um, I swam in the sea. <laughs> I walked around the island. I kind of thought about the men, you know, that were. You know, incarcerated there under really awful conditions um, for, gosh, you know, about actually about five years because they weren't uh, released until the New Zealand government decided that um, they were no longer a threat to New Zealanders. So they kind of languished there on the island um, for quite a lot longer than when, you know, than after the war ended
1: so it 's not just the characters that stay with you it 's what you learn through writing the book.
0: Oh yes, and um, while I was there, I did a lot of research at the alexander turnbull library and one One thing that really um, really moved me um, was that I found that they had their, they had some you know exercise books that these men had written um um giving an account of, of their you know their treatment on Soames Island. Um that that was very, very moving to me, just seeing their own you know, their own writing um and and ri- and reading it. Um so yes, I did a lot of research and I did a lot of thinking about, you know, the situation of these men who were just ordinary civilians, um, immigrants, um, up until then perfectly, you know, respected people in the community and then because of the war they were, um, you know, their lives were pretty much taken away from them. Many of them were actually sent to Germany after the war um, because um, they were seen as, you know, People that we didn't want in New Zealand, so they went back. They went to Germany, which was, of course, war torn, and um, where they had no no family, no no links, really, no jobs. You know, um, it was it was an incredibly bad way of dealing with with these people, and very unjust, I believe. <laughs>
1: Patty, you mentioned that um, there may yet be some strands to this story, which which bring forth another. Um, without giving too much away, what, what about this this current book? I mean, what what kinds of strands appeal to you? What things left floating are, are the kinds of things that 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 say to you hmm, there might still be yet more to talk about here.
0: Um- the the book is in two strands really. Uh it's Otto's story but it's also um Pansy's daughter, Lena's story. So she tells her story in Blackball and then actually the uh, Lena, um, Clem Bright and Pansy um they all move to Omaru where he becomes a stonemason it was interesting finding out all about stonemasonry as well but um, so at the end of the novel um, Otto leaves to go back to Germany and um, the daughter Lena is is a really um, talented young artist and she's going to go overseas so I'm wondering if maybe that that could be the next um, the next move. You know, they they go overseas. Of course, you know the Second World War is coming up. Um, what does Otto find in Germany, and uh, what does Lena find in England? So,
1: yeah. And if the the l- not- if the lure of that opportunity is strong enough, would that prevent you from? Attempting to write anything else. I mean, you mentioned starting on another project and then kind of turning away from it.
0: Well, you. I, I have started on another project, but this one, is, <laughs> this one is prodding me. So I think maybe I'll stick with the pro- project that I that I'm working on, and and then um, and then think very carefully about um, about a third book.
1: I know one of the things we, we, we asked you to, to think about for today was was, um, was a reading. I don't know whether you have a reading for us or whether it's relevant to this story or from this story. Do you have something for us, Patty?
0: Yes, I do, I do, yeah. Um, okay, so this is from part one. You were always the storyteller, Pansy. Still, this story is mine. And if I put these words down, I wonder how this story might grow. And how long it will be before I can put it in your hands. It will be the story of my adventures. A love story as well. The kind where lovers are separated, then reunited. A happy ending. Do you remember that first letter we saw in the grey river Argus? Your head was on my shoulder as I read it aloud in as pompous voice, a voice as I could muster. Decency am- demands that those of alien descent should keep quiet and lie low during the war. Alien descent, you said? Who are they talking about? Germans mainly, Austrians as well. It's queer, that, calling people aliens. We laughed at that letter, just as we laughed about the changing of names. The Dresden Piano Company becoming the Bristol Piano Company. The town of Saurau, up near Nelson, Upper Mutri. And German sausage was Belgium. German shepherds were Alsatians. Koenigs becomes kings. Schmitz becomes smith. Merlers became Millers. What if Germany wins the war, you said? Will all those names have to be changed back the way we, they were? We laughed, but we troubled also by the growing suspicion, suspicion of anything and everything German, and the malice, even savagery, Swelling against anyone suspected of being so. I
1: remember. Take, sorry. Sorry,
0: sorry just, uh, yeah, Don't uh, go uh, on. The ending. They wouldn't take you away, would they? Of course not. Who's going to bother about me here in Blackpool? Nothing will ha- happen. I promise you.
1: Thank you for that, Patty. Uh, Bristol Piano Company. I remember that. I wasn't uh, aware of the former name. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes well um there was there', there was some though, those things were quite um i guess quite trivial but then it, it, it kind of escalated to the point where German pianos were actually smashed um German businesses were ransacked um there was just a great deal of savagery against against German people and um, you know businesses German businesses which had always been um, you know accepted in the community were were you know ignored people wouldn't go to them so yeah it was it was it was savage and cruel and um, yeah but I guess people get people, when people are frightened or angry um, they behave and ways that probably they would regret later on.
1: Talking with Paddy Richardson about the latest novel by the Green of the Spring. Paddy, you have uh, just returned from the Queenstown Writers' Festival. Tell us how it went. Yes.
0: Oh, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Um, I've I've been to it once before, two years ago, and it's grown quite a lot since then, but it's a wonderfully... Friendly atmosphere um, with good writers and just a lovely atmosphere. Really, really fun. And um, I listened to quite a few of the writers, and we had you know the opening, and um, it was wonderful. Absolutely. What what do you
1: primarily take away from those kind of opportunities? Is it is it connection? Uh, Is it a learning experience?
0: I love listening to other writers. Speak about how they've, um, you know, structured or written their books, um, and the the content, you know, the topic, how how that all grew. Um, I also just love being. I like, you know, I love reading, meet, meeting readers who have enjoyed the book or are buying it. Um, and I had a really lovely um, session with Sue Luce who is. Um, who lives in Queenstown, she she interviewed me um, for a session on this Sunday morning. So, yeah, uh, just a, a really good atmosphere and a lovely time.
1: Well, Patty, it's been great to talk with you this morning. We'll be we'll be briefly around your, your new work. Um, we can find it widely through all our bookshops, of course, the University Bookshop, where you had the launch as well. Mm-hmm. And
0: Absolutely, yep, uh, it's there bye for Christmas there you go there you go we're
1: getting close now only 30 (laughs) something days till Christmas so I um, really appreciate the the, the insight you've given us into this new work Um, all the best we'll be fascinated I'm sure uh, to see how the story continues to unfold if indeed it does into a third project but no doubt there are other things that you'll be getting your teeth into as well
0: Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. It's been lovely talking to you this morning. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.